Welcome back to another episode of the Tracy Take. Tyler, you excited? I know it's a little bit off topic, but you excited for the Predators game tonight? I am super pumped. I will be wearing my jersey, uh, except I think we're doing multiple episodes tonight. So I want to have one continuous stream and support the Falcons. Uh, but yeah, very excited. Game five of the Predators tonight. Really looking forward to If I knew anything about hockey, I think we would do a special episode about that. But I can't even skate, so I'll just I'll just make sure that they score more goals than them. So <laughs> have you ever have you ever been ice skating? I don't know if I've ever been. I have. I was ten. I almost got my fingers chopped off. I've never done it since. Uh, see, I've been I've been roller skating, but not, so I can't not even ice roller skating. skate. But uh, I, I mean, I'm I'm six two two sixty. Like I I don't know. I've I've never really had the best balance. I feel like so. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think. I think I've never had an inner ear. I just had an ear. You know what I mean? So yeah, you didn't have the equilibrium. Yeah, 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 or or or, or uh, a, a librium, just in general. There's there's no equalness in it. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, before you fall over out of your chair, let's go ahead and get this episode started. I like it. <clears throat> yeah. uh, so, we are talking about the NFC North on this mm-hmm. episode. <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry, my voice is a little scratchy. Party a little hard in Nashville this past weekend. So, I feel uh, you. Yeah, it was fun seeing you, man. Yeah, yeah, it was good to see you too. Uh, but uh, we are talking about the NFC North. Uh, who picked first in the NFC North? I think the that Lions. Was the Lions did. Okay, number okay, seven. Okay. Yeah, and I think uh, at, uh, just going straight into it, the NFC North. I would say, honest, out of all the divisions, um, I think. As a division, I think they had the best draft. Even like yeah, no, are, I agree. People are crapping on the the Packers, but mm-hmm. personally, I didn't dislike their drafts. Uh, I think we could argue maybe that there were better players that were available that the Packers picked, and 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 uh, we'll get to that eventually. But if we're talking about overall needs wise, I think they did fill a lot of needs, and people were upset that they, that they didn't take a receiver with the first pick. But the first overall pick, I don't dislike. So, mm-hmm. but starting off with the Lions, with uh, arguably um, probably the second, you can make an argument the second best player uh, overall in this draft, mm-hmm. uh, uh with them with their first pick. Uh, I mean, that right there to me already gives them a, a B to B plus. Like they could have absolutely just shit the bed for the rest of the draft, which they didn't, uh, in my opinion. But having Penesuel, whether they end up having him at the left tackle or the left guard spot, having that position there over the next 10, 15 years is going to be an absolute like staple for that offense. Uh, people, when they drafted Calvin Johnson, that was an amazing thing for their offense, and he was there for a long time. Sorry, there's a we, we've got a visitor mm-hmm. that is not supposed to be in here. Um, but... Uh, Having Penesuel, though, could arguably even be a more critical pick, in my opinion, and because of what this will do for not only just solidifying the offensive line, but solidifying that offense. And we've mentioned all, like throughout this whole kind of podcast series, if you have a solid offensive line, the entire offense will fall into place after that. Um, well, it has a better chance of falling into place. I know that Jared Goff is their QB now, 
Maybe he's the QB of the future, maybe he's not. But whatever the QB is of the future, adding Panay Well is only going to solidify more protection for them and more time to help them succeed. Their running game is going to help whatever running back they decide to move forward. They did end up drafting a running back as their last pick, pick uh, 257 in the seventh round, uh, mm-hmm. running back uh, Jamer Jefferson from Oregon State. Personally, I don't know much yeah, of anything. I, I- about At that point, him. you're drafting for traits. Yeah, you're drafting for traits and, and, and potential uh, scheme fits. And if he can come in there and play so well, we've seen a lot of undrafted or late-round drafted um, skilled players come in and be very successful. And adding mm-hmm. so well blocking on that left side, I think is only going to be a great pick. And I, I've only talked about um, so well this whole round, uh, this whole time. But Amon Ross, St. Brown, uh, with the fourth pick overall, their second pick, uh, uh, Levi, I'm going to mess it up. Uh, on Wooserike. On, on Wooserike. That was really good. Uh, I think it, it was a great pick. Uh, and then they also doubled up on the, the, another defensive tackle with Aline mm-hmm. McNeil uh, with their third pick overall. Solid. I mean, really focusing on the interior, starting, like solidifying the interior on both the offensive end yeah. and side of the ball. And I think that definitely – they may not have gotten like the sexiest draft by any means, but I no. think they did a really good job of just defining who they want to be. And I yeah. think they just want to be a big physical team. I mean, I think they looked, I looked at their offensive line. I think they now have four first round picks on that offensive front. Yeah. Uh, DeAndre Swift is in the backfield. Uh, he had a somewhat lackluster uh, rookie year. I know he dropped a game winning touchdown pass, I think on Thanksgiving day, actually. But yeah, he did. I remember he, that. Yeah, he uh, he now has an offensive line in front of him that is one of the best in the league, um, and that defensive front is going to be a lot better. Guys like Trey Flowers are going to have a lot easier time getting pressure off the quarterback, pressure on the quarterback because they're not going to be getting double teamed coming off the edges. So for me, I think they did really good. One of the picks I think that is underrated that you didn't mention is uh, Afetu Melonfanwu. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a big physical corner out of uh, Syracuse. <clears throat> he has an older brother that used to play in the NFL, Obi Melonfonwu. I mean, both of those guys are just freak athletes. I mean, absolutely just ridiculous on, on the numbers. And I think if they can just teach him how to play, uh, play as fast mentally as he can physically, I mean, he's a sure starter uh, if he can just develop that. So, for me, I think the Detroit Lions had a really, really good draft. Um, they got a, they filled in a lot of holes that they needed, and I, yeah, so yeah, mm-hmm. I, I agree. Yeah. Well, I mean, for me, if I were to grade it, uh, it's it's like we said, it wasn't the sexiest of drafts, but I mean, those those first five picks, I mean, uh, even a Monroe St. Brown, like kind of an, an underrated receiver in my opinion, kind of coming uh, in. Uh, into the draft and getting him all the way down in the fourth round. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, those first five picks, I could honestly see all five of them starting uh, uh, on week one. So yeah, I mean, especially on a young, inexperienced Lions team, it's yeah. Well, not a, not they're going of. in, and I feel like we've been saying this for a long time with the Lions, but they're going in with no expectations. A new coach, new team, like they just give them experience and have them develop and. I think they picked a lot of good guys for the right job, especially in, in in that division with the Packers. I'm predicting only have a couple more years of success, uh, mm-hmm. depending on how long Aaron Rodgers stays around. Yeah, no, definitely. But so overall, I'm going to give them a B plus to A minus. 
okay. kind of uh I, I think they did really well. I, I'm not really sure how they could have improved based on their draft position. Yeah. Uh, but also again they didn't really get besides Panay Suel, nothing really like is like that crazy. Like they didn't get Jeremiah Usu Cormo at pick fifty two. Well, but I feel like the guys that they did get were just great value picks for that yeah. for that position. You know what I mean? Like I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Round, getting him in the fourth round. I mean, a lot of people were uh, were projecting him to go in, in mm-hmm. middle second, early third. That yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, part. I think they had the second best draft in this division. Uh, yeah. And so I, I mean, I I don't think they really could have done much better. I think all those draft room. Uh, shenanigans after Penesuel fell to seven were completely um what's the word I'm looking for necessary mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. but yeah. uh but yeah I don't think they could have gotten any luckier with that one and then yeah and then they made just good selections overall throughout the rest of the draft yeah so. I agree I agree uh but now moving to the next team the NFC North they Chicago Bears Traded up from the 20th overall to uh, 11th overall, and drafted uh, the quarterback of the future for them, Justin Fields out of Ohio State. Uh, Ryan, what are your overall thoughts on this overall pick? I mean, I didn't think the top uh, the top five quarterbacks were going to make it out of the first round or the first or top ten picks. Sorry. Okay. Obviously, they were going to make it out of the first round. Yeah, but yeah. to get Justin Fields at 11 is a freaking steal. And only one first-round pick. To, yeah, and only one first-round pick to move up nine spots. Yeah. So I, I really like it. And then coming after that, two offensive tackles. Granted, round two and round five, but just yeah. solidifies the offensive line around him. Uh, make sure he doesn't have to run for his life. And a pick that I really like is wide receiver Daz Newsom. I was wondering what your take was going to be on that. Uh, he's a shorter, shiftier guy, pretty good, uh, like slot receiver. And I think he'll come in and just be a good, like possession receiver. He's not going to be anything crazy, but, uh, I, he'll be a good underneath weapon that'll allow guys like Allen Robinson to be able to get over the top without really having to, um, if he, if, if those guys can't get open, they're not hurting. And so then they have a plethora of tight ends. As we saw in the national championship uh, game in the college semifinal, Justin Fields loves his tight ends. Yeah. So, I they didn't need a whole lot on the defensive side of the ball, but I really, I really, really think they did a good job here. Yeah. Um, they, I have them as the third. Uh, they did for me the third best in this division, um, just because they had to give up so much in the third and fourth round to to move up. And so they didn't really have many picks there. So I feel like a lot of their guys after that are just characteristics that they like in guys, and they're going to hope to develop. But yeah. Tevin Jenkins and Justin Fields are on my board, two top 25 uh, talents. And I think it, coming away from any draft with two top 25 talents is incredible. Yeah. So, Well, I, uh, so I, I agree as well. Justin Fields and Tevin Jenkins, if those are your, fir- your first two picks. Those are solidifying uh, arguably your – future quarterback and your future left tackle, uh, depending on where Tevin Jenkins uh, falls in. And, and then all, all the other players, that they their final five picks were in the uh, – actually, they didn't even have oh, – that's not true. Um, <clears throat> they did have a day two pick. But, yeah, their day three picks were all in the fifth through seventh rounds, and three mm-hmm. of them were, were skilled players. So, um, I uh, – 
all in all, though, I like the aggressiveness of going out. Uh, it, is, it is interesting, though, to kind of see. Um, so my question to you is, though, is so Mitch Trubisky was just drafted, what, three years ago? Yeah, he's going into his fourth season now. Yeah. I do find it interesting if that you would keep the coach and not the quarterback. Matt Nagy, I don't think, was the coach when they drafted Mitch Trubisky. Was he not? Who was the coach? Was it? It wasn't Lovey Smith, was it? Um, no, it wasn't Lovey Smith. He was gone by then. Lovey Smith was in, uh, I believe, Illinois. I in okay, so it may have been him. Um, Third-year general manager Ryan Pace was the driving force behind the Trubisky selection. Okay, so they, I know they do have a new general manager. It, it was John Fox. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, right. it was John Fox. And so I think Matt Nagy actually has a, a good chance to succeed because I think he is a unique and creative coach. Yeah. Um, granted, those guys tend to come in like spurts. Like Sean McVay yeah. was, was good for a little while. Now he's kind of out. Andy yeah. Reid has been the only one that's really been able to sustain success. But when you draft a guy like Patrick Mahomes, that's kind of yeah, it's kind of going to come with the territory. And so. one of the best offensive-minded coaches of all time. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, for me, I I think Justin Fields is a great fit. Um, and I think they set themselves up really well for the future, too, because I think their defense is young, uh, especially on the back side of it. They have mm-hmm. a little bit of uh, age on that front seven. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think they're going to be set up pretty well for the future. Yeah. So, uh, final question with the Bears uh, from my end. Uh, who do you think starts – day one and if it is Andy Dalton when do you think we uh, should expect to see Justin Fields uh, get some playing time um, I think Andy Dalton starts week one uh, I think by week six Justin Fields uh, is going to take over because I think uh, by week six I think they're probably going to be two and four okay uh and then at that point, why not? Yeah, like, because I, I think Green Bay, if Aaron Rodgers stays in Green Bay, which right now it sounds like they're not going to trade him, now, I just don't see Aaron Rodgers sitting out a year, like, this close to the end of his career. I just don't think he has that time to lose. So yeah. it, that that makes it a little tough. I mean, he could hold out, but we'll we'll see. I think, yeah, okay. But uh, I think the Packers are going to be the far, far and away favorite. So, okay. But... I, I give this great uh, this draft an A minus. Um, the only reason why is they just don't have any like mid round picks really. Like they have the second round pick in Tevin Jenkins, but then it goes all the way to the fifth. Yeah. And so th- you kind of had to give that up, but we'll see uh, how some of these players develop. But they might regret giving up all of the those picks to to move to move up. So yeah, it, it, that'll be one the. You have to admire the aggressiveness now, but uh, we'll have to evaluate how good this pick was five years from now uh, because of all the potential picks uh, that they lost and that they could have gotten. Uh, only because, and, and I said it just, and that's why I give them uh, a B plus. Uh, I think they had a little weaker draft than uh, mm-hmm. the, the the Detroit Lions just because they put a lot of emphasis on one player. While the line yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot on the interior with, I, I think, 
proven guys, I think that can be successful. Uh, and mm-hmm. we'll all start on day one. Justin Fields, and I agree with you, was not going to start on day one. Devin Jenkins might start on day one. But they draft a lot of guys hoping to develop instead of can come in and can immediately develop and potentially yeah, yeah. Uh, provide uh, an impact from the start. So, I, I will say, too, so, like, let's say Justin Fields gets hurt and then they, like, n- none of these guys, I think, from round five and later are going to be able to play this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, maybe Daz knew some. Uh, Excuse me, but then I mean that's almost just a waste of a draft class. If like if Justin Fields doesn't pan out, uh, this this draft class is shot. Yeah. So, but it, to be fair, that's with any of the rookie quarterback classes. Well, especially when you're aggressive like that and, and put a lot of chips uh, in in on one player. So we'll have to see what the Giants get uh, for their pick next year and what it could have been to see if it's worth it and also how Justin Fields developed. Justin Fields still needs to grow. Are are the physical talents there? Absolutely. But uh, as we've said pre-draft, during the draft, and post-draft, Justin Fields has a lot of question marks that are around Mm. him. And can he overcome those and, and develop into the NFL quarterback? But I hope he can. I hope he leads the Bears all the way to the NFC Championship and loses to the Falcons um, for the next 10 years. And But 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 that means that, that that's what I'm curious about this draft because you're right. It's like you're putting all your eggs in one basket. Mm-hmm. I'm like with the Lions, they did draft two defensive tackles. They drafted a, a, a I guess, borderline sure thing in Panay Sewell, you know, so, so, so that's where he's as close like to a sure thing as I mean. He to me, he reminds me of Quentin Nelson coming out. I mean, they were like, like, well, he, you can just plug him into your offensive line, and he's a starter, like right now. I would say, let's put it this way: if he, if he doesn't stay healthy, Panay well, that's the only reason why I can't. Yeah, yeah. And not being successful, the dude is just a freak athlete. Um, but Justin Fields, though, I, I mean, heck, they just drafted the quarterback three years ago in Mr. Trubisky. He was supposed to be the next guy, and he's already out. So, yeah. That's where it's interesting. When, to be fair, when they drafted him, there was speculation about, like, is this guy actually even that good? That's fair. Yeah, because no, no. a lot, a lot of what he was drafted off of was, like, physical. Well, okay, physical traits, but he, he struggled with accuracy, uh, going through progressions, yeah. um, not necessarily being extremely accurate or being athletic, not necessarily being extremely athletic. Um, he just had a good throwing motion and good like in a strong arm, and that was just kind of like they're like, well, you can develop him, and so I think Fields is head and shoulders above Mitchell Trubisky as a prospect. Oh yes, so, yes, I, I I do agree with that, one hundred percent. So, um, but moving on to the next team, another quarterback that we'll get to in a second. Uh, mm-hmm. But the Vikings drafted next at fourteenth overall. Uh, but I really like the Vikings draft. I personally had, the, and I'm, I'm assuming based off what you've said already, uh, yeah, also, yeah. Uh, the favorite draft of mine personally, of the NFC North. But uh, everything, uh, everybody that they drafted besides uh, Kellen Mond, obviously with their second pick overall, um, thir- uh, uh, um, the, the, their third round pick, second overall, uh, I could see their first four or five guys coming in and being starters on day one as well. Mm-hmm. Trading back, getting more picks, uh, and still getting Christian Derrissaw, uh, uh, your potential franchise left tackle. Uh, absolutely amazing pick. Like that to me already uh, uh, puts them at minimum B minus uh, with their uh, 
draft class. But then I yeah. thought they had, they had great value on their next couple of picks. Kellen Mond, you were very high on Kellen Mond coming in. I think he does have a lot of talent. He's very experienced a lot, all four mm-hmm. years at Texas A&M, and has grown. And every, every year he got better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chad Stewart from North Carolina, great linebacker. I think great value. Wyatt Davis at Ohio State. Some people were protecting him in the early second round and then getting him all the way down in the late third round. And then pinching off with Patrick Jones, defensive end, I think it underrated Ed Rusher out of Pittsburgh. Another guy that had second round buzz on a lot of people's yeah. boards. Yeah. So, I so, for me they, I mean they're an A, like yeah, A to A plus. I because they have five picks that I think yeah. could start for them. Oh, those first five picks, I could easily see Wyatt Davis. Well, so Kellen Mond won't start. He could start, but he won't start. Wyatt Davis is the only one. He might need to, to might need to develop a little bit. All these other guys will still need to develop, but they could come in pro- potentially on day one. So, I'm going to make a bold prediction right now. Go ahead. Kellen Mond is the starting quarterback for the Vikings the last five weeks of the season. Interesting. Okay. Uh, you think they're down with Kirk Cousins? I don't. I don't think you draft a guy in round three, especially a guy with that had some buzz to go late first round early second round like Kellen Mond if you don't think he can eventually be your starter and I yeah. think at that point the Vikings will be out of contention I think uh, well. yeah. and so I I think they'll <clears throat> bail on uh, Kirk Cousins he only I don't did he ever get them to the playoffs uh yeah he did yeah they the the the, the Saints game right no that was Case Keenum the the Minneapolis Miracle. Well, no, but but then the next year was that not the Vikings as well? No, that was the Rams. That was the Rams. Yeah, yeah. With the blown pass interference call. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, I, I will say, so I'm looking at uh, Kirk Cousins' contract right now, and he's only got two more years left this year mm-hmm. and next year, and he's going to be 34 at, at the end of the year. Um, and I'm trying to see what's. So he does have 45 million of dead cap. Uh, if they cut him after this year. So, oh, because he did sign the 100%. Uh, yeah, four years, like $85 million. No, no, oh, no, more than that. It was like a, it was like a, oh, no, no, no. Well, he did that, but then he signed Then I think he added on two years of guaranteed money as well. I think it like $70 million or something like that. But the, yeah. in 2022, it's $45 million. A cap hit and it looks like dead cap of forty five million. So uh, Kirk Cousins will be on the team. But that being said, though, he's going to be an experienced veteran. And, and if you really do believe in Kellen Mond coming in, I think that that's going to be a great guy to learn from mm-hmm. and, and potentially start. I absolutely would love to see that. I I do like after seeing more film on him. Would love to see Kellen Mond potentially come in and uh, see some game time to see what he's got. And like you said, if the Packers have run away with the division and the Vikings are middle of the road, uh, like you are like they have been, then why not uh, see what you got in them? Yeah, no, definitely. And I, I like them. Uh, and I think too, them trading back with uh, the jets was a fantastic move because instead of getting, um, so the, the Jets drafted Elijah Vera Tucker. He got one offensive lineman. Elijah Vera Tucker is a very good offensive lineman, but 
at 23, the Vikings got Christian Derisaw, who is also a very, very good offensive lineman. Yeah. And then they got Wyatt Davis, yeah. who, who you said five minutes ago, had some buzz of going in the early second round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a revamped offensive line. You have a young quarterback. You have a good running back in Dalvin Cook. You have a young wide receiver core now. Um, mm-hmm. They just drafted a guy from Iowa. Amir uh, Smith-Marset, uh, yeah. Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. So, uh, Irv Smith Jr. at tight end. I really think that this is a young Vikings team that could be set up to be very good in the future, like the other two teams that we've already talked about. And I think yeah. the NFC North in two years is one of the most interesting teams in the, or one of the most interesting divisions in the NFL. It, the NFC North really gives me – in AFC East type vibe. The Packers have dominated that division now, mm-hmm. but for what feels like forever, same way the Patriots dominated the AFC East. Mm-hmm. And now that Tom Brady's gone, uh, and then once Aaron Rodgers leaves, it seems like then all of a sudden you have all these teams uh, coming up with uh, their young quarterbacks. Just uh, um, Justin Fields could be the next Josh Allen. Uh, Kellen Mond could be a, a, a Tua uh, so to say, you know, the Detroit Lions will always be like the New York Jets, just suck absolutely all the time. Uh, and so um, I thought that was funny. But anyways, it, 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 it absolutely is where the NFC North could be very uh, interesting. And with drafts like these where they're so far all these teams, I'm giving them uh, an A-plus personally Yeah. Uh, up to this point uh, I, after everything that I've seen and the people that they did draft and the quality of the draft that they got mm-hmm. um, with each pick, I absolutely think that they blew this draft with the water, and I'm very interested to see how this team will develop after this draft. Yeah, no, definitely. Like I said, I gave them an A. Uh, you could you could convince me that they get an A-plus. Mm-hmm. I mean, talk about – Best, just picking the best player available. I mean, they they did that. I think almost through the whole draft. So, yeah. you can make an argument that maybe Kellen Mond wasn't the best player available, but if you're looking at then that's like like based off team need. Yeah, you know, I really like that pick. I mean, yeah. if we're talking about overall impact players that could come in on day one. They probably could have taken someone else. But if you're looking over the long haul, that's one of those times he's, where you look at the pick. He's and, a day one backup quarterback. Yes. Yeah. So, it, and like also too with quarterback having such a high value. Yeah. Uh, I think having a solid backup quarterback is it. it oh, that's yeah, worth an early third round pick to me. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. One hundred percent. So. So. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Sorry, one second. The 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 missus brought me my uh, my podcast Gatorade here. Oh. So, sorry, I see out of the corner of my eye, I see the door closed. Like, what's going on? The cat's right here, and then I just see a hand with the cores. That's <laughs> sticking. This one's brought to you by Cores. No free advertisements. Hopefully, we get a a little kickback. Yeah, get a little kickback there. Oh man. Um. Yeah. <clears throat> So that kind of leaves us with one team left, and the most controversial, I would say. In in my yeah yeah the most controversial. So, so I, I let's uh, let's make this up. Uh, let's mix this up. 
Before we go over the picks, what is your grade for the Packers? Mm. On the draft class or the draft, like the draft? Because to the me, pick? they failed the draft. I, I, I. When when you have rumors come out like that, I said this in our post draft reactions, but. To me, they, they lost the draft because as soon as rumors of a guy like Aaron Rodgers wants to leave your franchise, now there were rumors that Devontae Adams wanted to leave your franchise. Well, and so, so, so we talked about that. I remember we talked about that off air. Those were all – there were no sources from that from, from Adam Schefter. That there, was all. there was no direct source saying that Aaron Rodgers wanted to leave. Like, like, like there was nobody that said, like, Aaron Rodgers just told me that he like requested a trade from the Green Bay Packers. Okay. Well, there were people saying that Aaron Rodgers was unhappy, multiple people saying that. And then there were people saying that Green Bay was feeling trade offers for him. And then there were also other people that uh, came out and said that Green Bay was trying to trade him. Okay. But so, all of that stuff was reported by Adam Schefter. All, mm-hmm. all of which he had no physical sources or actual sources of people saying that, but mm-hmm. in all speculation. So is that Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers' fault or Adam Schefter putting all the spotlight on Green Bay? Because all of day two and yeah. day three was, I mean, they were showing the picks on the side, but whenever they could, ESPN and the NFL was talking about Aaron Rodgers the entire time. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not saying, I mean, I'm not saying that there's not any, like, friction or anything like that and i think there's even been new reports uh today it's, it's may 25th i think new reports today uh of aaron Rodgers coming out where it's not about i think it was uh, i think he said it's more about the um team the, philosophy uh, yes philosophy i i want to say culture yeah. but i feel like that wasn't the right word but the team philosophy not the pick over jordan love and but that all being said though all those sources in any drama that came out on draft day I feel like is not Aaron Rodgers' fault. It doesn't. It feels like it, there was no actual source. I feel like we've seen when reports like that have come out, mm-hmm. there is a team official that comes out and say these are true. No one has ever said that. No one's said. Yeah, that. yeah. So. And it, that for me, I mean, uh, even to me, even if it's hearsay, it still hurts the Packers a lot. Oh, yeah. Well, we were talking yeah. about it the day of. I, yeah, I remember. So. But I, for me, I, I think they had a good, like, a decent draft class. I just don't think anything that they did, unless they took a wide receiver in the first round, which I think we'll get to here in a second, mm-hmm. uh, like, could have really overshadowed it. And I, right now it sounds like Aaron Rodgers is about to hold out of training camp. So, Well, I would say that – I mean, that's – the. That's on Aaron Rodgers it, uh, if he does. I, I think that the Packers will win the division. They were a couple minutes away from going to the Super Bowl, and they easily could have beat the Packers if they had a better fourth quarter uh, in, in the NFC Championship. You mean the Buccaneers? Yeah. Uh, who did I say? The Packers. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the Packers did beat the Packers. The Packers, absolutely. So I was correct. Uh, they could have beat the Buccaneers and Tom Brady if they had a better fourth quarter. There were multiple or ne- multiple interceptions thrown by Tom Brady and the Buccaneers in the second half. There were opportunities. Mm-hmm. Also, an absolute blown miss uh, coverage to end the first half. An absolute no nothing like like no reason that the Buccaneers should have scored that fifty yard touchdown uh, to go into halftime. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that was the Scotty Miller, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like like there were mistakes 
all across the board. And they're in arguably the best division uh, in the in – well, sorry, the best division for the Packers. They're in the weakest division overall. I, yeah. I, mean, I could easily see them winning five uh, – uh, yeah, I easily see them winning five divisional games uh, over the next season, I would say, mm-hmm. especially even the next season if Aaron Rodgers is still there. And now you also have guys like, and we'll, we're going to talk about this in a later episode, but Julio Jones on the trade market as well, uh, something that has been on the trade market for a long time. That's an easy first round. If Aaron Rodgers doesn't like how they draft in the first round, then convince the Packers to trade a first-round pick for Julio Jones. And then that whole yeah. offense then is absolutely changed. And all Aaron Rodgers wants is two or three more years of the next, you know, uh, of, of the Packers' excellence, really. Yeah, so, yeah. But, but then but, on the flip side, I think the Packers are trying to look beyond Aaron Rodgers and be like, we need to draft people to not only make us good now, but prepare for after. And I think Aaron Rodgers – is, is being slightly selfish in the fact that yeah. he's like, I don't care about that. I want to win now. And yeah. so for me, I think if you're the Packers organization, I think you have to do kind of, I don't want to say what he wants because I don't want to give the power to the player in this situation, but I think there is a level of respect you have to give to veteran guys that have been in your system for 16 years. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. I think I saw a stat. No, Green Bay quarterback has played for 17 seasons. Aaron Rodgers, Bart Starr, and Brett Favre played for 16 seasons. Yeah. Packers. And, and so for me, I, I'll delve into the picks here in a second, but they have not put the best offensive weapons around them. Granted, Devontae Adams is one of the best, if not the best receiver in the league at the moment. Yeah. But like beyond him, you have, I mean, table scraps from like the Philadelphia Eagles and Alan Lazard or uh, draft bus and economy of St. Brown and uh, who's the other guy? Uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling. So for me, I like while they've tried, they've, they've failed. And one of the guys I think they could have drafted in the first round that would have been a great compliment to Devonte Adams was Elijah Moore, who ended up going 33rd yeah. or 34th overall to the jets. So, mm-hmm. For me, I think that was a missed opportunity. And while Eric Stokes is a, is a very good corner, I I really truly think they could have gotten a similar corner later on in the draft. And so, yeah. uh, I mean, it, that's that that was just the way my board played out. But I, some people might think Eric Stokes is is gr- like great for that system, and I think he will help them. And they do need secondary help because Jair Alexander can't cover three players by himself. Yeah. So, I, that for me was just like my biggest complaint with this draft. So, uh, I agree. I, I per, uh, personally, they, they needed cornerback help. And obviously, it's well known on the receiver help that uh, they needed. Uh, personally, if we're talking about their, the receiver that they did pick, Amari Rodgers, I really like that pick. I, I do too. He's round. a great value yeah. for the third round. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I will say to justify the Eric Stokes pick, I like that pick because could you get uh, – I'm not saying Amari Rodgers is the level of Elijah Moore, but I think Amari Rodgers is closer to the level of Elijah Moore than whatever cornerback that they could have gotten in the third round to Eric Stokes. I really mm-hmm. like the Eric Stokes pick because I think it does help with their uh, overall coverage, especially if they're wanting to make deep runs into the Super Bowl. 
they're going to be facing teams in the uh, NFL divisional rounds and NFC Championship and potentially the Super Bowl where they're going to have multiple receivers and you're going to need multiple good corners to cover those guys. So I totally get the Elijah, like the Elijah Moore pick. I think either pick would have been fine. I also do like the Josh Myers pick. I think yeah. then the offensive line depth as well with the second overall pick. And then that gets us to the Amari Rodgers pick uh, as well, third overall. Uh, and then all the other picks after that, uh, at that point, any day three pick for me personally when I look at it is, are, are they trying to fill need because mm-hmm. there's so many other guys that they could get with that position and you're kind of trusting that they're fitting guys that fit their uh, scheme, so mm-hmm. to say. But so for me though, I and I think you also agree with this, within the top 100 we have more knowledge and overall though yeah, the, yeah. The, those three specific picks i don't dislike like i mean maybe you, you can make a and i would probably agree with you that maybe there are better players that they could have taken at each yeah pick. but they they filled all three needs that they're looking for receiver cornerback offensive line is it in the exact position that people wanted them to no but i mean yeah they did I mean, fill those needs yeah and that's for me. I like. I do really like Amari Rogers. I think he's he's a Elijah Moore esque receiver. I just think Elijah Moore is better. Yeah. Like, I don't, like to me, that's just like the best way to, to put it. He's just better. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm not. I wasn't totally sold on Eric Stokes. Um, but I I don't dislike that pick either because they definitely needed help in the secondary. I mean, Kevin King got burnt like four oh. times in that Buccaneers game that is pretty much what contributed to them losing. Oh, so, yeah. And I, they even got another cornerback, uh, Trevor John Charles from Appalachian State. Oh, so. I actually watched him play live. He's a, he's, he's a, a lot of those App State players are pretty big. And, I, and I'm a big guy. I'm 6'3", 230. So. But you're not Trevor John Charles big? No. That's kind of a that, That's actually a funny story, so. I was in the end zone. I was at uh, – I went to Georgia Southern, and uh, we were playing App State, and I was in the end zone with some of my friends. And uh, App State ran in a touchdown, and their whole offensive line comes up to us. And, like, we were we were talking smack, you know. We were in the part of the stadium you could drink beer. And so, you know, some alcohol was fun. We were talking smack. And, you know, when they're 15 yards away, you can yell at them. But then when the entire offensive line comes and is, like, in your, in your face in your with face. you and your friends yeah. you're like yes good good job high yeah. five like yeah yeah because yeah. uh, they were all <laughs> go for the beers yeah yeah, like, Whoa. yeah. Uh, i've always yeah. been an absate fan at heart yeah 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 it was it was very uh interesting but no i i i did watch uh shamar gene charles play live and he was actually pretty impressive yeah so but i I don't dislike their picks. To me, there's nothing that's like blows me away. I think Amari Rodgers is good value at 85. I had a late second round grade on him, and they mm-hmm. got him in the late third round. But other than that, there's not a whole lot that I really was like. The 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 Packers are just killed it. Like there wasn't a whole lot that made me feel that way. So well, and, uh, but how much of that is our expect? And not and I will and I am also playing uh, devil's advocate as well. I think they had a fine draft. I agree with you, not a great draft. None of their picks just blew me away. But how much of that, though, also is our expectations of us, even pre-draft, of us 
kind of being, I guess, maybe in a little bit of a, a little echo chamber between the two of us saying like, oh, they need to get a receiver. They need to get a receiver. Kadarius Tony, Rondell yeah. Moore. We didn't even mention Elijah Moore, but Elijah Moore, you know. Yeah. Instead yeah. of actually going back and looking at the value that Eric Stokes brings. Mm-hmm. No, and that and like I do think he brings value. I just, I don't know. I, mm-hmm. for me, if things were already rough with Aaron Rodgers, I think you bring him into the draft room and you're like, look, like, this is the the way we want to go. Like, how, how, like, how do you feel if you want us to go this way? Like, let's have a conversation about it. Yeah. Uh, and then like this is like, and then if if they sat him down and he was like, I think Amari Rodgers is really good, and they're like, if you think we can get him in the third round, then let's do it. Like, and if he hits a certain point, trade up and go get him. I like, but. Yeah. To to me, like, the Aaron Rodgers thing overshadows everything they did in the draft. So. Yeah. Well, and and <coughs> that's a good point too because then on the flip side, if you're looking at the fan base and and well, if the organization is like, we want to try and be successful over many many years, I would say. So you're telling me a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, it will be disappointed five years from now if they're 0-15 if they win two Super Bowls in a row because they spent all their money on Tom Brady. No, like, not at all. Like, I don't think they'll care. Like, yeah. they're still celebrating the Super Bowl, and they have a really good chance to win this year. And if Tom Brady keeps coming back, they have a really yeah. good chance to continue to keep winning. So, like, it, it, it is that fine line of being like, we want to be good for the long term besides yeah. going in all now. Uh, yeah. uh, um, going all in right now. So. Yeah. And, and I will say, like, I could look really stupid in – nine months from now and the Packers are winning a championship because they have a top 10 defense. Like, Oh, well, but that's, that, that, that's, we're, we're, we run that risk with every episode. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, true, but it, like to me, the Packers more than any other team, like, I, I think that they drafted, like they needed a corner. They really needed a guy that was a number two to, uh, Jair Alexander. Yeah. I just don't know if getting Eric Stokes at that pick is going to, like, because if they lose Aaron Rodgers, they're not a contender. Like, they are not even close. They might not even be five hundred. They so, have Jordan Love. Yeah. No, I know. I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. They just signed Blake Bortles, so, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. if they lose Aaron Rodgers, they're not even five hundred. So for me, I think. I, well, okay, I just well, I think that hurts it. I just yeah. Well, okay, but but then in that instance right there, though, then. Let's say they do draft a receiver. Let's say they, they do draft Elijah Moore instead of Eric Stokes, which can solidify the other side of the ball. Then Aaron Rodgers gets hurt in week five. Tears at ACL. He's up for the year. Now, you just draft Elijah Moore. You don't have another good cornerback, and then you still don't have Aaron Rodgers, so now you're probably still not going to win five. But you have to control the things you can control. You can't control if Aaron Rodgers gets hurt in week five. Yeah, I agree. But you also, I think the Eric Stokes pick, <laughs> Could they have gotten Elijah Moore? Like, I'm not disagreeing with that. But I'm saying just find the Eric Stokes pick and why it was a better draft overall, I, I think, than most people uh, say it is, is because then if Aaron Rodgers, let's say Aaron Rodgers does get hurt or he leaves, this helps solidify at least the other side of the ball as well. Mm-hmm. If they draft Elijah Moore, but then you put Jordan Love in, then, then, then what's the point of drafting Elijah Moore? Now that's just kind of a waste position. If Jordan Love doesn't come in, and do a good job, or Blake Bortles, even like if, if they don't even trust Jordan Love. 
I mean, you know true, I mean? but then if you draft if you draft Eric Stokes and then Jair Alexander gets hurt, now you're just back to one good corner again, and your defense sucks. Yeah, but you have depth. You know what I mean? If you draft Aaron Rodgers, well, if you draft Elijah Moore, Aaron Rodgers, and Jay Alexander goes hurt, now you have no quarterback or cornerback. Yeah, you but I, the, yeah. I, I think in that situation you have to control what you can control and, yeah. and no, no, no. do like what is best for the team at the moment uh, and worry about longevity later because I, you're in a win-now situation because Aaron Rodgers is 38. Yeah, so that's right. That for me is like kind of what put a bad taste in my mouth for the Packers. I, do, I like Eric Stokes. I like Josh Myers. I like Amari Rodgers. I just think they could have done I, – I think they could have rearranged some of those picks and still done well. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. That's that's my take on the Packers. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to give them a C overall. Okay. Just because, I, like I said, I do like the, some of the players. Okay. But – Okay, I'll uh, so I'll I'll be a little bit more lenient. I'll I'll go with the B minus. I do think that it is uh, the weaker, uh, the fourth weakest uh, of all the teams in in this division. Uh, I would uh, I do understand maybe uh, an argument on maybe they're better, even if it went in that order: cornerback, offensive lineman, receiver for those first three picks. That they were potentially better players. Mm-hmm. Uh, that were available. I don't, actually, I don't know. I think Amari Rodgers at third overall is a really good pick. No, no, no. I th- that yeah. is a good value. Yeah. I just, yeah. I, I think Elijah Moore is a better is a is a much better player, and I think you could have gotten him at twenty nine. And then even if you miss out on Josh Myers at sixty two, you can get a corner there, uh, and then get an offensive lineman uh, at eighty five. That's fair. So yeah, yeah. It it, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about with the Bears and Justin Fields is we're going to look back at this five years from now and very good chance all five of those players might not be in the or, uh, all four of those players Justin Fields and the three players we just mentioned might not be in the NFL so they all could have been horrible yeah. picks so uh, it, those are just it's just our critiques now at this time but mm-hmm. that being said though I, and I will say to to end with Aaron Rodgers and and my take. I think it's – I understand he has his grievances with the Packers, but it's not like he's 30. He's 37, right, 38? 30, 37 or 38. Yeah. He only has a few more years left. And I know Tom Brady's 45 or whatever, so maybe he can uh, run it out longer. But Tom Brady's also an outlier. He's an anomaly. I think it would be absolutely foolish for Aaron Rodgers to hold out. They made the NFC Championship what's – Three years in a row now, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, I think so. Something like and, that. And they got blown out by the 49ers. <laughs> two years ago. Yeah, they should have beaten the Buccaneers last year, in in, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And they are the odds-on favorite to win the division. So that is a playoff spot. Once you get to the playoffs, anything can happen. So that that is my take on the Aaron Rodgers situation. I hope he stays. Uh, or if he leaves, go to the AFC. That way then the Falcons don't have to play him. So. Yeah. But. Alrighty. I think that's going to do it for this episode of the Tracy Take. Thank you guys for listening. Please make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, we will be back next Tuesday with another episode, uh, and we'll see you then.